Brad and Court Talk Sci-Fi's Van Helsing, presented by PureFandom.com. Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to another Pure Fandom Podcast, Brad and Court Talk. I'm Brad. And I'm Court. How's that beautiful, desolate world out there, my fellow survivors? It's very sunny. It's really sunny. Maybe you should get an umbrella. Yeah, it could be. It's The sun burns. It burns. Oh. <laughs> Some sunscreen. Yeah. I just got a kick shelter. out of it. Yeah, I got a kick out of it because last week on the Orville, did you watch it? Uh-huh. There was that uh, I'm going to binge it. Okay. There's a sun comment thing in there, too. So, yeah, it's, it's good. Really? Watch it. <laughs> I, the Orville, I get a kick out of it. Anyhow, it has nothing to do with vampires. I'll say how space vampires. They may actually have that one day. You never know. That show's crazy. Uh, before we break this episode down, just want to tell everybody to go on over to purefandom.com. A lot of great writers over there. Show or movie that you love. Someone over there is writing something amazing about it. And, Court, how can the good people reach us? Well, you can find me on Twitter at Jindev, and he's Brad ZB. Be sure to follow at Pure Phantom as well. Just keep up to date on the latest articles that have been posted. Also, check out Pure Phantom on Facebook. And you know what else is on Facebook, B? I think we're on Facebook. We're on Facebook a couple of times. If you love Van Helsing, and you better because you're listening to this, uh, we have a dedicated Facebook group uh, for Van Helsing. And uh, we have a couple of the actors that drop in and uh, other people just to you know drop in some pictures or have shout outs to the cast and crew who worked so very hard on putting this show together. Uh, so make sure you drop in and just check that out. We also have a Facebook group with Brad and Court talk fear fandom podcast group where we talk about any and everything just if you watch it we're probably talking about it because we watch everything yep there's that (laughs) we do watch a lot of stuff we do um actually i just did a podcast last week with our good friend susan from geek girl soup where we pretty much talked for two hours no lie it may have been a little bit more two hours uh, about outlander power and a bunch of fall tv shows and movie recommendations so check that out and you can play it double speed if you want or just skip around like i did yeah, just skip around because Susan um, actually put time notes on the thing so you can see the different areas and um, whatever we're actually talking about. Oh, cool. All right. So, so you didn't listen to any of our Outlander stuff then, huh? Brad? No, I, I skipped that. <laughs> okay, that's fine. So what's this episode about? Uh, this episode is 203 Love Bites. And oh my God, does love bite. Um, people make quite a few sacrifices for the people they love and it kind of bites them in the butt a couple of different times. So yeah, that's all I'm going to say that and go find umbrella people. Don't just go running around in the snow. Yeah. It's, it's never good for you. That reflection. Yeah. Ozone. Bad, bad. (laughs) So we jump back right off the back 1936. So now we know when Julius came from. And yes. he was trying to save his mother, who was about to get discharged by from the hospital by a rather disgruntled penguin. <laughs> hey, don't be mean about Sister Agatha, I'm, even though she was a mean person. Was, Not very Christian at all. She goes, I will pray for your mother. So, so I'm like, wow. It's just that was so messed hardcore up. Hardcore nuns there, let me tell you. <laughs> and he was a boxer. Mm-hmm. And I remember when, I, when we talked with uh, Alex last year, he actually is mm-hmm. a boxer and he's in a, like a, he did a boxing movie, I believe it was. And it's one of his workout routines that he does and stuff like that. That was, I think the one you had issues with and I just talked to him. 
Yeah, I had some sound issues and you guys couldn't hear me. So so yeah. we have to get him back so I can talk to him this time. Well, it was great to see him in the, in the role as a boxer and he was going to throw the fight. Well, I didn't realize he was throwing the fight. I was like, wow, Julius couldn't fight. I don't understand what's going on. But well, then when he had that meeting with the gangster, it totally made sense. He's like, oh, okay. Because that made no sense to me. Like, Julian, or I'm sorry, Julius looks like he can kick some major butt and he'd be an awesome boxer. So he's just right. like completely sucking at this whole thing well, in the ring. And I'm not understanding why. And, and apparently he had been asked this before from mm-hmm. them and he denied them. But now that he needs the money, to save his mama, that's what he did. He, I mean, he's going to go ahead and throw the fight. Dimitri's yeah. down there in the front row, and one of the points where uh, Julius gets hit, he's like, has a little blood on him, and he does a little taste test. <laughs> it almost seems like Dimitri had been watching him for a while. Oh, yeah. I could see that. And he's the one who turns Julius because he needs him at his side for what is to come. In the battle, so he's been you know around for a good amount of years with him, and as soon as that happens, Julius goes in there and turns his mother. And I know, yeah. We, well, he had to save her, and that was his way of saving because that's where you got. Yeah, I was gonna say we found out that Julius was a mama's boy from way back, and it was. I, I didn't realize that Mama was actually his mama. I wasn't sure because we asked that question. I think it was one of those toss-ups. It was like, is mama mama? It was, and he was like, I can't answer that right now. Right. So now we know it it was totally mama who was there. And again, with the opening scene, with it fades to black of the Van Helsing title, and you have a screaming nun and mama feeding on her. I just love the openings of this That nun clearly asked for it. (laughs) But mama just jumps up out of there like a... Like a rabbit. <laughs> Takes her out. Yeah. I just, it was, yeah, it was, it was great. And then Julius so, offers a feed, huh? Go ahead. I was going to say, so we have this scene in our head and it's completely bookended for a lot of the stuff that happens at the end. But what were you saying? Well, then we have Julius who offers a feed Dylan because he knows that she's a young one and she is going to die if she does not feed. And right. She she was a young elite. I like that he made that um that difference. Like right. she's a young elite, so she needs the human blood. Yeah, she's not yeah, she's higher up. Like he was an elite also. Mm-hmm. Right. And mama was also, you know, a big difference compared to like Scab, who was <laughs> I'm not I'm sorry. An, no, it's sorry. Compared to like Scab, who was not an elite, right? Mm-hmm. He was a feral. Getting back into the show from last year, I had to remember all this stuff that they had the whole hierarchy and they had the um, the difference in how everybody feeds and how everybody moves, and the fact that like Julius was so grounded, like even after he was just bitten, I was like, wait a minute, he's not very um, animalistic, but he didn't have to be because he fed directly from old blood from from uh, from Dimitri, Dimitri. Mm -hmm. so he got the good stuff, right? So. And Julius is the one who clues uh, Vanessa in that Doc couldn't be turned back either. Right. So once she bites somebody, that's it. They're done. Yeah. I th- for some reason, I thought they knew that, but they didn't because um, we found that out when Doc tried to get that other vampire to bite her and it didn't work. Right. No, yeah, right. it's totally different. And so that was a good learning experience for Vanessa. Mm-hmm. And like we knew before, 
Julius's blood is really nasty, and Dylan does not want to drink it. Right, and I was wondering if that was the reason why Axel didn't want to drink from um, from Doc, or was it just because he was afraid that if he bit her, he would end up killing her because he would take too much, like he would be enraged. I think he's he would think that he would drink too much. I think he does. He doesn't, he doesn't I, want to go down that I, route. I think too like the fact that he's a vampire at this point in time but he's still able to you know have presence enough presence of mind enough to know that he can't bite her at this point and that he's trying to protect her even though he's angry at her oh man i'm so shipping them it's like he said it was was, i mean like doc said he hadn't taken a human life he's been doing nothing but feeding off blood bags and stuff like that so that has he hasn't advanced like everybody else has right so it's it's a quite a different thing. But Doc at least should have known that her blood sucks and he wouldn't like it either because when that's what happened to her when they tried to turn her. Right. Of course, she may have blocked that out with all the dead babies that were lying on the ground around her at I that mean, point in time, too. She, she may have blocked that out at this point, and it might come to a head again if he does have to feed from her. Because mm-hmm. I don't think she would... I, I don't think she's in that place where she wants Axel to die. Like, I think she would tell him... Like, right. oh, you can't have my blood. This is not going to work. We're going to need to find somebody else. Yeah. And two, if Vanessa did, that was so messed up. I don't know. We're, we're going to have to find out here later on. I think they'll, they'll eventually get caught up. That has to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, Flesh is screwed with a mandatory blood drive that's going on. He <laughs> should have listened to Muhammad. Everybody listens to Muhammad. Muhammad, he's got a fever. He's got an infection. Mm-hmm. They don't have anything but cocaine. He's like, dude, whatever. I loved him just laying there. Goes, you realize I can hear you, right? <laughs> it's <laughs> like I'm right here. Shut up. I can hear you. You know, don't tell anybody. What's he do? He tells Lucky. Yeah, because he trusts Lucky. They have that whole relationship thing going now. They had a partnership, and he was like, I'm going to tell you this, and I'm going to trust that you're not going to tell anybody. And she's like, okay, I won't. So I I appreciate the fact that she didn't immediately try to kill him and that she was she was legitimately confused as to what she should do now. Mm-hmm. And she told um, what's her name the other person who was helping Doc. Oh, Doc's old friend. Right. I think she told her just because she was like, "Is there some kind of test we need to do? What can we do?" Because honestly, Brad, just like we were talking like before about something else. Um, if XYZ happens and you're not the expert at it, yes, I, you trust me, but like you used to be a vampire. I need I need a second opinion. Right. And of course that leads to flesh being put in jail. Yeah. Because they have to quarantine him. And yep. Or know. so they think. Yeah, or so like they, he's been with them all this time, and clearly nothing has happened. Right, and so they say now they're going to quarantine him, and like you know, when Lucky shows back up, he just you know I'm not getting out of here. Right, it's they're not, they're, they're going to kill him. Yeah, it's it's not going to happen, and she breaks him out of jail. Yeah, that was cool. So they have a pretty good bond going on because now she's with this whole thing. She's you know team Flesh, mm-hmm. and. Which I found really interesting because it seemed like she had been with that group for a longer time. Yeah. Or is it because all of her key people that she, she may have been with the group, but she had her key uh, group of uh, soldiers that she was with. They all got killed for Dimitri's bloodbath. So now It could be that. And like, I feel like she really did bond with flesh a lot and they're going to Denver. 
so now she's just realigning with the one person she actually does trust. Mm-hmm. And they actually, get, yeah. Yeah, and they get Muhammad off and they all leave. Yeah, I was surprised they went and got Muhammad. I mean, not surprised, surprised that I didn't want them to take him, but I thought she would be a more a little bit more like, uh, we can't take him. He's hurt, dude. He's dying. But then again, she also knows but- she can't argue with him because he's going to do it anyhow. This is true. <laughs> she got to that point where she was just like, yeah, okay, so do we go to triage or would we keep following Vanessa? And she's like, she's just listening to him. It's it's a great yeah. dynamic. I really thought that nurse chick was going to um, dime them out this time or uh, kill somebody. Like, she's a really bad guard. They uh-huh. shouldn't put her on guard duty anymore. Oh, no. No, not at all. And the guard duty was really horrible since no one seemed to notice that they were doing it. Yeah. Then we have a flash over to the uh, a masked person. That was not the ninja from last week. See, I was confused at first. Because uh, remember, I was watching on my little screen because my other screen wasn't working. Right. And I was like, oh, there's the ninja. And that person's going to come and help save this other kid who kind of reminds me of Muhammad a little bit in our whole Lord of the Flies uh, school we have going on here. Well, I watched... the. After we did our recap, I watched the show again, and I was sitting there on my seventy-inch TV. And the the ninja is is definitely female. Okay, I think I know who it is too. Okay, well, I'm just saying it's it's definitely a female ninja. So there we go. Uh, okay. So didn't I was trying to figure out who this masked person is watching the kids, and where were these kids at? What was this? Was it their survival? It looks school? like an abandoned school, so they could have been at a like a boarding school or something but somehow all the adults died. I'm telling you, they went Lord of the Flies and killed all the adults. I'm telling you, because those guys were douches. That was, it was straight up douche right there. I wonder if it happened over the holidays and like it was just only a couple of adults there. Or maybe the adults, they just rolled out and said, okay, we're going to go look for our families. Y'all stay here. Oh. That's so messed up. Oh God, now I forgot what happened at the beginning of the episode because I thought we were at some type of holiday because Dylan was going to go see her father. I thought it was her birthday. It was her birthday. It was it was her birthday. But when was it? Um, it was definitely her birthday. But it could have still been around some kind of holiday. Like we'll, we'll have to go back and figure out exactly what time of year this, this started. We know they were in Seattle, so I don't know. There wasn't really any snow or anything on the ground. Hmm. I was hoping I could Google the uh, timeline, but it didn't. I didn't see anything. So <laughs> maybe Sci-Fi has it. You know, they usually have their cool uh, timelines, or we've been spoiled by Twelve Monkeys. Well, I don't know. Uh, Z Nation has a pretty cool map out there too. So yeah, uh, no, but that or we can always uh, try to ask Twitter. Um, yep, West the showrunner handle. Okay, so whatever it is, the school has become Lord of the Fly Zone. To which, uh-huh. you know, uh, one kid is getting picked on quite badly. It uh, seems he's been the scapegoat for getting beaten all over the place. And, well, apparently he's really bad at killing ferals. And, yeah, so he gets lashes, 10 lashes on the arms, which was really painful looking. Because you saw the nice blood spray and everything. Good, of, good uh, effects. Yeah. Oh, I was I was confused at first. I was like, wait a minute, what is that spot on my phone? I don't understand. Oh, that's blood. Yeah, well, every time they were hitting him, too, you had this mist go out. And yeah, it was, like these kids are horrible. I mean, yeah, it's, it's hardcore. And that's and he, he did there and stood there. And then, you know, Sam comes in. 
That was awesome. <laughs> Sam, uh, I am Sam. I am Sam. Sam, I am. Oh, <laughs> that was... And they're shooting him, and he's just like, whatevs. <laughs> totally just killing everybody right now. And he was just just killing people left and right. It, it, yeah. And manages to get them into a holding cell or something. He he blocked yeah. them in. So yeah, I felt like didn't they? They locked him out. Well, they. I think he cr- he corralled them into a room and they couldn't get out anywhere. So they were screwed. Yeah. They were in a room where they can't move. So apparently he had watched this enough to figure this out, or this was part of his mo that he's done before. Uh, we all know that Sam is a little on the crazy side, so serial killer. Yeah, it's it's good for him. It it you know as soon as he as soon as he showed up, you knew things were going to go well for him. Oh it's, no, it's, not at all. And I was a little uh, worried about the the guy in the pool who was hiding. The only thing smart enough to do. And oh, then, Felix. Yeah, Felix, and then Sam yeah. pulls him out and does the Nirvana. Uh, smiley face and blood on his shirt because he's making a replacement <laughs> Muhammad. That was messed up. Yeah. Like, I feel like he, he found the kid and he was like, oh, I miss Muhammad. Like, I'm going to adopt you. You're going to come with me now, okay? Right. And Yeah. It was so weird. And the kid's like, well, you're not killing me, so I don't know. And he goes back over and finds them in the room and the kids are still douche, uh, douches to him. Cause they're like, let me out. And he opens the door and one of the guys like, it's about time. And I was kind of happy that he got taken <laughs> and hung up and stabbed a little bit <laughs> because he's hung up. All right. Um, yeah. You know, Sam's trying to show him how to use the bow staff. Right. And he goes, you'll figure it out and pokes yeah. him a little bit. And he says, now it's your turn. And Felix goes over there, and dude is hung upside down, tied up, and talking smack. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, you're not going to do it. Like, you're not going to do this. Like, you have just been torturing this kid for however long the apocalypse has been going on. And the fact that he siding with this murders of vampire over you, you have to know how horrible of a person you really are. Well, then he goes, he's hung up and he's like, if I get down from here, I'm going to kill you. Or was it, it cut off your balls or something like that? Like they talked about one something time. Like that. Yeah. And it was like, like dude, you're not down. you are not making it out. And he gets stabbed mm-hmm. a few times, which I think he deserved. <laughs> I feel sorry for Felix. I just hope he doesn't become um, Sam's actual protege. Uh, like, be a, be a Muhammad. I yeah, we'll see how that works out for Felix there. I don't know. I'm not holding out much hope for him, but uh, we'll see. Yeah. And then back to Vanessa. Oh, who Vanessa. Julius tracks her down. You know, says the whole thing. You got to feed her. So Vanessa finds a guy. Mm-hmm. And says, you know, dude, I'm gonna be nice. This is. I'm not gonna kill you. I just, you know, just my daughter, just kind of got to feed him and ask him if he has kids. And he says no, because the last thing you want to do is actually tell the truth to somebody who is going to feed you to a vampire. Exactly. And in this whole thing, he manages to shoot Dylan, at which point Vanessa slashes his throat. <laughs> and then She toss- did have an axe. Tosses him over to Dylan, who munches down. Yeah. Well, she had to, you know, 
fixed the bullet wound that was in her belly there from getting mm-hmm. shot. And then we hear the kids screaming for a while. Luckily, Julius is there. He's able to take the, he, you know, he has to atone for everything that he did. Yeah. And he sees that Vanessa is in that same place where he was. Like, this is where he was. Like, when he, after he turned, he did something horrible to save somebody he loved. Right. And like he created a murderer. And, like, you're, facil- you're facilitating this, Vanessa. You can't do this. Like, you can't go around killing people to keep your daughter alive. You know that. Yeah, and that's not how it's going to work. And so she has him take the kids off, you know, somewhere to safety. And I, mm-hmm. I love how Julius, he's able to track and find stuff. He's like, okay, I got these kids, and he's gone for, like, you know, six hours. Oh, I found another group of survivors. They're heading towards the Citadel, you know, which they're heading towards the camp that clearly were Lucky and Flesh and Muhammad were, right? Huh. Possibly. I mean, it, it seems like they're all close enough. I think Doc said that that camp was only three days walk away from where they had been in, in Seattle. And they've all pretty much have walked further away from where the hospital was. Yeah. So I, that makes sense. I like Julius. So he's like, hey, I got these kids. Y'all need to take them because I don't want them. All right. Cool. Oh, and they're probably headed to Denver also. Yep. Everybody's heading there. Vanessa has finally come to the end of it where she decides that uh, the only way to save Dylan is to try and change her mm-hmm. and gives her a bite. Yeah. And then I was like, I knew Dr. Creepy was lying. I knew it. Right. It's all back to normal and they're having fun. and Yeah, you know, it was too good, Brad. Laughing they were too crying. happy. And Vanessa's even throwing snowballs at Julius. You know, they're yeah, all. Yeah, it was like a, they were a little family. Right. And it was just going, and I was sitting there going, don't trust Van Helsing. It's not going to go good. And Dylan's looking at the sun, peeking out, and then, uh-oh, she's starting on fire. Yeah, I didn't even expect that. What what I thought was going to happen, I thought maybe Vanessa's blood would be like a temporary fix for her. Right. So, like, she would temporarily be able to get Dylan back. And I thought, okay, we can live with this. Vanessa can temporarily live with something like this, just being able to get Dylan back for maybe six hours at a time and then her going back to being a feral little kid. Nope. Nope. Yeah, that's exactly what I thought. I, th- I thought for sure that was just going to be like a temporary thing. It wasn't going to. Yeah. Yeah. And. Dylan's, you know, starting to burn from the sun. The first thing I'm like, throw a freaking jacket on her or something. Come on. <laughs> Do something. Like, Cover you have her, her in up. your arms. Cover her with your body. Like, block the sun out. Clearly, she's burning now. And, like, she burns and she poofs. She's gone. And, but she and like, went. Vanessa, Vanessa gives that guttural cry. And all of a sudden, we're seeing everybody else that Vanessa has ever bitten before. And that she's ever turned back. And, like, the sun seems like it's coming out. I was like, wait a minute. Is this what her blood does? It turns you back, but you can still burn by the sun. Everybody hide for cover, like run, but no, like they feel her pain. Like she's connected to all of them. Right. Everybody knows it. I mean, you saw it really good on Julius cause he was the closest one there. Yeah. But like she, she was able to connect with everybody who she's ever bitten also with somebody else and an ancient. Yeah, we were talking that that Dimitri was talking about last season when they were talking about the ancients and had how they haven't been around forever and stuff like that. So, yeah, it seems that she woke him up with that cry. Like, oh, my gosh, which is not going to be a good thing at all. Nah, but yeah, it was like, 
Dylan I just did not think they would go there. No, I didn't think Dylan would be gone this fast. Now I'm like, what's going to go on now? What's she? What Vanessa has nothing to live for. Dylan's been her she whole doesn't. thing. Yeah. So we're going to have to figure out something else, a new purpose for Vanessa. Right. Even though you and I know what her purpose is. Like she's a badass vampire right. slayer. Yeah. So, basically. yeah. It was it's a it was a big change. I was like, wow, I didn't expect that whatsoever. Yeah. And like Rebecca's gone, Dr. Creepy's gone, so who can she revenge vengeance upon? But that was the other thing with uh, with Dylan going away was the fact that when she just was hit by a little bit of sun and she poofed off. Like uh Rebecca had her whole face fried off, right? She took a lot yeah. of burn and it was a difference in the blood, I guess. It was a difference in the blood. And I think how old, like true, Dylan was true. a baby. Yeah, I could see that too. She didn't have as much energy on it. Yeah. Oh, so I, I, yeah, that was sad. But on the other hand, I, I was happy that Vanessa got that last little bit of time with Dylan. Yeah, she at least with had a good Dylan memory. being normal and remembering Mama. Right. Yeah, she at least had a good memory on it and everything else. Yeah. And it went fast. It was a quick one. But yeah. that whole tie-in now, is everybody going to know where Vanessa is? I hope so. Is it like, you know, Or at least the general direction. Like, oh, here she is. Let's go because we need to go find Vanessa right this second. Right. It's going to be interesting. They all know. Uh, yeah. Right. But just imagine the guilt she's going to be feeling now. She was already feel, feeling guilty about killing that guy. Well, Oops, by mistake. She said, she, you know, she's either going to do this and she's going to die or she's going to live. One of the two. Yeah, this is true. Like, but still, like, she's going to feel that forever now. Oh, yeah, definitely. All right. Oh, well, you got anything else on this one? Uh, I think we pretty much covered everything. Like, like I said, we had that whole awesome uh, bookend with Julius turning his mama and then Vanessa turning her daughter back. And then they both lost them. Right. So th- they can bond over that. <gasps> I have a new ship, Brad. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Julius. Julia. And Vanessa. I was just saying. I, I love human Julius. But, like, what's Scab going to do now? Well, Scab is going to... I'm saying Scab's taking over. He's moving up the Shifuji. He's going to be the new big boss. I, that's what I'm going with. Well, he learned into Julius, so it could happen. Yep. That's my plan. That's what I'm seeing. <laughs> well, if you haven't already, head on over to purefandom.com. Check out some of the other killer articles posted there. Check out our older podcast for 12 Monkeys, No End House, uh... The Magicians Incorporated, which isn't coming back. <laughs> yeah, but check out Gifted. Uh, the lead guy from oh, that is in yeah. Gifted now, and he's really good. Yep, man. Yeah, we got some interviews out there for stuff that's coming out uh, this week. Oh, well, we got, you know, The Babysitter, which came out on Friday the 13th. We got an uh, interview with an actress who's in 1922, which is dropping on Netflix on the 20th on Friday, which is, is the 20th Friday? Uh, yes. No, the twenty. Yeah, yeah, the twentieth. Wow, this month is flying. Uh-huh. And that's a Stephen King uh, adaptation. So check that out. And yeah, yep. a lot of awesome stuff over there. So check it out. Oh, and you can check out my recaps. I've been doing it for Outlander, Lucifer, and we just started Riverdale. Like we've been uh, doing podcasts for or recaps for the uh, Riverdale. Now that that's back on oh, yeah. CW. That was a lot of fun. I forgot about Riverdale. (laughs) 
I, I just listened to it like 20 times when I was doing the uh, editing. Like I, I, I'm helping out Brad because Brad in the 10 years that we've known each other has been doing all the heavy lifting. And I was like, let me help you out. We are doing a lot of recording lately. Let me try this. And it took forever, but I figured it out. But he's, he said he's still going to help me because it was kind of rough. It was a little rough. B. Uh, yeah, that was good. Eh. It sounds fine. Okay. It was good. Good. No, but it was, it was awesome. Like I just love the episode and I can't wait for the new one. Yeah. I'm so ready for that to happen. Oh, it's going to yeah. be good. Oh, well, uh, if, Yay, you ha- if you have any thoughts, comments about this episode, let us know in the comments below or hit us up on Twitter or Facebook. Yep. And until next time, make sure you check that weather report before your next snowball fight. That's it for this episode. Head on over to purefandom.com for more awesome content.